Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So once again, you're back to chat to us about the metaverse. And yesterday there was a huge announcement from Apple, right? Yeah, so yesterday was a long-awaited announcement by people in the industry, both consumers and commercial interests, about the launch of their VR headset type of product. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been in development for a few years and they launched it yesterday and it is quite impressive. It has so, 3D cameras on it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So what they've done is they've taken the notion of a VR headset and they've tweaked it to suit a community-driven experience. So one of the things about VR headsets I could never understand is the fact that it's meant to be a community event because you're sharing it with other people online. But yet you are isolated in the experience on your own. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons why I always felt that they didn't really take off with the standard consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the headsets were quite uncomfortable to use and you couldn't keep them on for any more than 40 minutes reasonably. So what Apple have done is they have created something that vaguely resembles a VR headset in that you still have to put it on your head and the ba- there's a, a box at the back which balances out the front section. Okay. But what they've done is they have taken the interfaces that you would have on your iPhone and they have merged them in with the technology that's more spatial than a VR headset. So when I say spatial, I mean in that the technology is in your space you're not in the technology space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You so use you're your not eyes. Putting your headset on. Yeah. And you use your eyes to direct it, right? Yes, you can use your eyes to direct it. And it's got lots of different technology features. The, way, the best way to describe it is that scene from Minority Report, mm-hmm. where the screens pop up and literally they change as you point at them or as you wave your hand. That's what's known as haptics in the industry. And it's the closest thing to Minority Report that I think is reasonable in a in a commercial market. That it's got lots of things like it basically brings the world of immersive space into your world. Mm-hmm. So you can sit and watch a film, which I thought was amazing, on your device. And you can have the screen as big or as small as you want. But if somebody walks into the room, then the, the film can fade out and you can see them. Oh. So there's no disconnect. Isn't that clever? Yeah. So with VR headsets, the person wearing it is always disconnected from their immediate environment, yeah. mm. whether that's their bedroom or a gaming room or a studio. With these, there is no disconnect because you still have the spatial awareness. Mm. So it's like you're almost on your phone, but in fact, you're in a headset that you can actually be immersed in if you want to be. But you yes. do have the option of communicating with the outside world. <laughs> yes. And it. The way it's done at the minute, like it's really, it looks really stylish, even though I think it looks like Jeff Goldblum in the fly. Because <laughs> I, I find this tech, re- I'm really unimpressible. I, it's just me being cynical. But, you know, it is definitely a breakthrough moment. Mm-hmm. And it definitely puts a different spin on the word metaverse because it takes away the distance and the gap and the far awayness and the Zuckerberg of it all. Mm-hmm. And it gives it, a trustworthy, shiny, um, accessible way into the metaverse. Now, I say accessible with a note of caution because it's three and a half grand. Mm, that's and I that saw. is, to yeah. me, people who are buying this are the, the tech bros with a Bitcoin bonanza. Yeah. Because 
the average person is not going to invest in that. It's a lot. And yeah, and no matter how you look at iPhone technology. So I was trying to kind of say, okay, well, when the first iPhone product came out, Apple products, why were they pitched? And what was the take up rate? But this doesn't fit that category because funny enough, the first iPhone came out in June 2007 and it retailed for $599. It was only available in the US and in the UK. Mm-hmm. But since then, 2.2 billion of them have been sold. Wow. So Apple needed somewhere to go to increase the uptake on their hardware in sales. However, with this product, it's clearly a niche product. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly starting at a very privileged, elevated niche. So that kind of leads into the conversation of, you know, there is very little digital uh, inclusion in this, very little digital diversity. And that the same cohort of people who who've benefited from the major advances in technology are the people who will benefit here again. Mm-hmm. Which is a so shame. Even though it's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's great, but it's also a little bit disappointing on the price point. Mm-hmm. But that's not to take away from the level of technology and development and investment that's gone into it. So maybe this is only the start and there will be options for us ordinary people as well at some point. <laughs> yeah, I think there will be differences, but it will be one of those things where like I'm an iPhone user, I'm an Apple user and I would never go Android. So I think it's definitely going to be, you know, savor the flavor if you can afford it. Because mm-hmm. I'm Android um, and I've I- never moved to Apple. So I <laughs> uh, don't. <laughs> it's a burden to bear. Um but it is a phenomenal piece of technology. Yeah. I have a pet name for what I call it the Vision Bro mm-hmm. instead of the Vision Pro because it's just bro all over it to me. Um, however, it does definitely, it's definitely a game changer and it is going to mark a new part of the technology history. We're going to look back on it. Like when we're in our 70s and think, do you remember that? Yeah, it's very exciting. And then to move on to music. So Noel Gallagher is releasing an NFT. Okay, so this is the story, right? Quite interesting. Really interesting company in Australia called Serenade. If anybody wants to look them up, um, they release NFTs for the music industry. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, again, they have decided to call the NFTs digital pressings. So they've taken the focus off the fact that they're providing NFTs for the music industry, which unlock real world benefits and are like really well done. And they've called them digital pressings. So if you sign up for the Noel Gallagher digital pressing, you'll get a notification tomorrow. It only costs £30 and you can pay with your MasterCard, which is great, or your credit card. Mm -hmm. And you will get access to things like um, a secret documentary, uh, undisclosed, undiscovered, uh, WAV files, uh, digitally signed premium artwork, very much in the same way that an old fashioned vinyl would have been released with a particular special cover mm-hmm. or a limited edition. So there's two things here, right? First of all, it's Noel Gallagher. Like he's not exactly the cutting edge. <laughs> like when he has a gig, everyone sits down, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's the first thing. But the second thing is that it's been quite well received so far in the community. So I was having a look today on the Instagram page for Serenade and people are genuinely excited about it. I think it could have one of those kind of, um, you know, one of those did you buy the very first Oasis single type of moments. Yeah. Because it is, it's a really good album anyway, um, in my opinion. But 
the benefits that come with it are good and it is only 30 euros but I what got me was when I went on their website which I check quite often they have a really good piece on sustainability and they said that you know music fans are concerned about the planet you know um, how we stay green and they've said that the digital pressings are a replacement for vinyl and cassettes which I find really ironic because anybody who goes to the trouble of buying a special edition vinyl or especially a cassette is not putting them into landfill anytime soon. No, and it's kind of sad because I actually quite like that vinyl is coming back and it's having a revival at, at the moment. Like, I think it's nice to have an option of both, but to, to choose one over the other kind of makes me a little sad as a music Well, lover. I think, yeah, so... There was a couple of Noel fans on this Serenade Instagram page and they were confused. And they were like, well, I tried to buy this and I couldn't and I'm really annoyed and blah, blah. And the guy was like, that's Banquet Records in London. That's not us. Mm. So what I think is anybody who tech savvy, who really loves Noel, is mm. going to do both. Yeah, probably. So if I get the notification in time, I will sign up for it because I'm just curious to see what it what you get and what it, it turns out like well you can fill us in next week if you do end up getting it well that's you? if I'm it's on Australian time now that's oh, the other wow. thing the time zones are all over the place so let's see if I can pull it <laughs> you off. might be awake <laughs> no, no I don't think Noel G will that's for sure <laughs> absolutely not Kira Sheehan thank you so much thanks Louise